I mean, obviously I'm in the real estate space where we're very big on passive income, right? And so many people are like, dude, I got to get enough passive income so I can retire by the time I'm to your point 30 back, back in the day. Yep. And I'm like, first off, what are you going to do the rest of your life? Number one, if you're retired at 30, you're going to be bored after a few weeks. Yeah. That's number one. Number two, you know, real estate is hardly anything passive. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot that goes into managing real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three, though, you know, the people try to get to passive income way too fast. And it's like, bro, you need to figure out how to earn income. Like you're saying, figure out like a job, mm-hmm. a skill mm-hmm. to me, like until you have mastered a skill that can make you 250 grand a year, you don't have a skill yet. Mm. Yeah. And the the earned income and passive income, what happens is, is that passive income became such a sexy word. Um and it just kind of allows people to want to sit in that laziness. Yeah. Like it just, it just harbors, like it harbors, it makes the laziest person comfortable and thinking like, oh, I'm just trying to get passive income. Like, and it's an excuse to be lazy. Yeah. And it's like, it's no, your work ethic is what makes you rich. If you don't have work ethic, you'll never be rich. You'll never have passive income because you haven't done enough work. It's like a vehicle saying, yeah, I just want to coast. Like I want my vehicle to coast at 60. Well, then you better get it up to 120. <laughs> like, you're going to have to go past what it is that you expect to get. You have to work past that. You don't just coast at a, at a level from zero to coasting at 60 miles an hour for the rest of your life. Like it don't work like that. You have to be willing to work and that work ethic is something that you can't buy. It's not something that you can skip past. Like you have to work. And when you say real estate, it's a lot of work that goes into building a real estate portfolio to building out the, the, your, the homes when especially if you're doing fix and flips like it's a lot of work and unexpected occurrences that happen where you have to step up and mm-hmm. you have to go out and be resourceful you have to be the the problem solver you have to understand this and you don't get that by being lazy saying oh yeah i just want passive income and you think oh, i'm gonna get a property manager and they're gonna do everything yeah nah property managers suck they quit <laughs> then what do you do well what what was my property manager doing oh i'm not willing to go do that yeah. Now what do you do? Now okay, oh now I don't have a property manager, so my tenants are upset and yeah. now they don't want to pay rent no more because uh the shower's not working and and this is messed up in the house and now they they're complaining on me. They don't want to pay rent. So yeah. now I'm I'm fighting that because I thought this was passive and I wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah, one thing I always tell our students um in, in regards to real estate investing is when you're first starting out, do everything yourself other than maybe swing the hammer. Yeah. Right? I'm like, "Hey, Go check on the projects, go hire the contractor, be active in how it's getting listed and the description, get the feedback from buyers, negotiate deals, like do all these things yourself so you understand the process mm-hmm. when somebody else that you eventually hire ain't doing it. And they can't jerk you. Yeah. See, the biggest, when you don't know anything, it's like people come to me and be like, I want to sell a course. Um, who can I go to to run my ads? And I do you know how to put out value content? Do you know how to sell? Are you converting on social media? Are you converting in conversation? Do you under, have you done a webinar to see what questions yeah. and feedback people get? You're like, nah, I, I got a course. I said, well, have you taught people? You think, you think everything you think they need to know is that that's it. They're going to have a hundred questions that you forgot to answer based off of what you thought that this was going to happen. Right. I'm going to teach you one, two, three. And I taught them everything. No, you didn't. <laughs> it's questions that you didn't think about that you'll leave on the table. And if you don't walk through the process, you don't understand it. Right. And so I 
being hands-on is one of the biggest things. I do every aspect of my business. I can tell you how the content create. I can tell you how my HR works. I can tell you how my sales department works. I can go into every single system and fluently understand it to the point where I argue with my content team. And they're like, I'm like, yo, these posts shouldn't be back to back. Yeah. These call to actions is different. This should be set up this way. Yeah. And I'm constantly watching social media. Mm -hmm. The trends are changing. Yeah. Stop posting the same thing over. It's not working anymore. Right. So what's new? So we would like, I make a, uh, <laughs> I made a Finsta account, right? I make a fake Instagram account okay. to figure out what's working the best. Mm. And so on my fake Instagram account, I hashtag search AI. I'll hashtag search, um, let's just say if I was in real estate, real estate and save the posts, mm. forward them to my DM because now, and I make sure I don't do just blacks or a certain demographic, I want it to be the top ranking because the algorithm is now going to show me what's performing the best. Right. So now when I go through my home feed, it's only suggested posts. I don't follow anybody. Right. So you're only suggesting certain things. When I go to the Explorer page, I get to see what's performing the best. Also, the ads that's popping up are the people who are targeting the best and the, the, they're, they're the best at niche down into this audience. Right. So now I can literally see what's the best. And like, I'm like, yeah, I'm figuring it out more than you. We're going to have a problem. Yeah, because you're putting in the work. I'm figuring it out. And because yeah. I'm active, I'm yeah. not sitting going, oh, I'm a CEO of my business. I don't have to do anything. Gary V talks a lot about that. He mm -hmm. just spends a lot of time doing the exact same thing. Yep. You know, and I think, um, I mean, even for me, right? Like I started this whole content creation thing by learning it all myself. I studied the greats. I was there nitpicking every edit, every thumbnail, every title, description. I wrote them all myself. Mm -hmm. My first, the reason I got so good at short form was I filmed 700 TikToks on my own with my phone. No editor. I edited them all in the app every day. I would film mm -hmm. two every morning. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, I got 30 minutes. I'm going to film two and get them completely edited before I leave the house. And that was it. That was my routine for a year. And it's like, because I believed back at that time, back before there was reels or shorts or anything, I was like, TikTok's going to be big. Yeah. People don't know it yet, but I need to learn this skill. Yeah. And, but that's the importance of learning the skills, be willing to do the work at any cost. Like, do the work. Like, if you do the work, the money will come. Yeah. I tell people all the time, do you want the money or not? I tell people, I asked, um, I was on live one time and I said, like, yeah, I'm just trying to make more money. I said, so why didn't you drive for Uber? It's like, man, and, and the ego came yeah. out. Like, you drive for Uber? And I'm like, so it's something that you're not willing to do? Yeah. At that point, you realize that it should not be anything you're not willing to do. You're not above anything if you need any, you need money. Yeah. You're struggling financially. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. You, you got no right. And Entitlement. That's where people get into it because you look on social media and think, oh, I want to earn it passive income or I want to, you know, flip houses. I don't give a damn what you want to do. What yeah. do you have to do? And what are you willing to do to get to this point? Right. That's the biggest change. Oh man, I'm not, it's, I tell people, listen, you got, you got three options out here. You can go work at McDonald's uh, in and out, in and out pays $17 an hour. I ain't working fast food. You can go, you, you don't want to work for somebody. You can go drive Uber, do DoorDash. There's independent yeah, things. Yeah, there's a lot of gig jobs. Yeah, it's a lot of gig that you can make. People who drive for Uber, the top 83% in America makes over 75000 a year. Wow. 
average income in the, in America is thirty forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. You could drive for Uber and make double what the average household salary and income is. Yeah, if, and invest in a nice car and have a nice car. <laughs> and 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 you just put time in, but you don't have to go work for somebody. You don't got to go punch a clock and 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 work at fast food or you know. And I say fast food just, but you don't have to go punch the clock for somebody and work a job if you don't want to. Yeah. This gives you independence. If not, I just told you, hey, you can go and work and do DMs and make five, ten thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Answering somebody's DMs. If you can be creative enough to understand technology and implement yourself into a business. Yeah. And you that's three different ways. Learn when to you, sell. If, if imagine this, imagine charging somebody one hundred and twenty five dollars a week to answer their DMs and then say, I want five percent of any sales I close. Yeah. You're closing people they're already reaching out to. It's the yeah. warm audience. Give me 5%. Then what happens? Okay, I make 5% off of a, a $1,000 product. And now every single week, I bring in an extra $1,000. Now yeah. my life changes. Yeah. Now I'm doing, you know, with X amount, I can cut back the amount of people I'm working for because now I'm bringing in four or $5,000 a month off of sales. Yeah. And plus the other service, I'm at ten fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a month. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not... And I'm, it's simple to say and easier to execute if you get into the field and just start doing it. Yeah. You don't have to be perfect. You you can suck at doing sales at first. Eventually, you you answer enough DMs, you're going to see what the people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And you just start to generate more sales for a person and you just be of service. You don't always have to be the business owner. Yeah. I, I say this and it's not to like bring people down, but 99% of people have no excuse for not being able to make 10 grand a month. Like- there, there is 1% that, you know, physically can't do it, you know, mm-hmm. disability, circumstance, you know, whatever the case is, but or maybe 90 to 99% yeah. don't have an excuse. Yeah. You got a phone, you, you can make 10 grand a month and the information's out there. It's there and the opportunities are available. I tell people it's a numbers game. Like send 500 DMs asking people. Yeah. Go go buy a list of Fiverr for a certain niche industry. Buy you can go on Fiverr and buy a list for 25 bucks, 50 bucks. They'll pull and scrub the list, give you emails, ways to contact, and you go through and literally contact, get a list, get 500 people. Yeah. And all you need is five. If you can't get five out of there, then then you realize that okay, maybe my communication sucks. Um I got to improve, but you you don't learn that until you do it. Boom. But the opportunity, somebody will give you opportunity. Yeah. Give me give me five hundred dollars sign on bonus and one hundred twenty five dollars a week. Yeah. We done that. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. you you know it. I'm not because yeah. you pay somebody to do your DMs. Yeah. Yeah. They're in there. They're making money. They know they can make commissions and. You know. And they're probably making more than I said. Yeah. I just lowballed it at a friendly one hundred and twenty five dollars a week and. A, a three to five percent commission rate because you answer. You don't get ten percent because you're not cold calling and doing things like that. Three to five because it's based off of my traffic that I already have, but it's people that I won't reach yeah. and that I won't respond to if I don't. If I do, if you wait on me, I'm not answering the, the messages. Right. Business owners are leaving ton of money on the on the table every single day because they won't respond to people's DMs. 